Blog Talk Radio. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You've heard about it. You've read about it. You've talked about it. And now you found it. This is Alan Smith's Ask the Trucker Live on Blog Talk Radio, the largest radio social network in the world. With your hosts, Alan and Donna Smith, focusing on driver health, careers, regulations, and the important issues facing the industry. It's time to shut down that big rig, sit back, and come join the conversation. Ask the Trucker Live begins right now. Well, good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to the health series on Ask the Trucker Live. Today is July 2nd, 2015, and I'm Donna Smith, your host tonight, as we continue our Thursday evening discussions on health. Uh, Alan still hosts the Saturday evening shows, which cover many of the other issues we face in the trucking industry, but we've somewhat dedicated these Thursday evenings to our health shows, um, and me, of course, and not all of them, you know, we kind of throw a few in between, but um, pretty much Thursdays is health issues, whether, whether that be regulations or actual truck driver health, but anyway, we've covered quite a bit of ground these past few weeks, um, I mean, all kinds of topics. And you could listen to all the archived shows. Just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash truth about trucking, and you'll see all the shows. And uh, yet there's there's so many other topics in the health that that we haven't even touched yet. But we are going to try and cover as many as we can. Uh, so here we are tonight, and I do thank you for tuning in. We have a wonderful show here for you. Um, as we discuss overcoming the top challenges affecting OT or truck driver health. Um, I want to start out by first saying that, um, as you know already, uh, an OTR driver is like no other career, and the challenges that truck drivers face, um, including staying healthy, are indeed pretty difficult. Also, because of the OTR driver lifestyle, many common health issues are so typical and if not addressed, can shorten um, their career and even their life. So things like hypertension, high cholesterol, diabetes, arthritis, and o- obesity many times is the precursor to these diseases. As a matter of fact, according to a study performed by the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, uh, truckers are twice as likely to be obese as the rest of the U.S. adult working population. Um, And that's uh, 69% of the drivers surveyed for the study were obese. And, of course, that has a lot to do with lifestyle. And I'm sure um, our guest tonight, who I'll introduce in a minute, uh, will probably discuss a little bit about that. Um, Tonight's show uh, will help to shed some light and hope for all those who are looking for real-life practical answers uh, to these difficult challenges they face as an OTR driver. Our special guest this evening will be going over the challenges with us 
And we are honored to have with us this evening Bob Perry, president and founder of Rolling Strong, respectfully known by professional drivers as the truck trainer, dedicating so much time and concern towards helping others, especially the well-being and health of drivers. Um, Just a little bit more about Bob. Bob is the son and brother of career drivers, both being owner-operators. Bob has personally devoted his entire career to health, wellness, and the fitness industry. He has served as uh, chair of the American Trucking Association Safety Management Council's Health and Wellness Working Group for the last three years and vice chair for two years before elected to chair. Uh, Mr. Perry is also a public member of the Medical Review Board. He often speaks at health care conferences, including the Retail Health Clinics uh, Congress. He's been featured in the New York Times, Drugstore News, American Road Magazine, Wall Street Journal, NPR, ABC, National Radio, and hundreds of daily newspapers, as well as appearing on television news shows across the nation. He also writes a health and wellness column for Challenge Magazine, hosts a monthly radio segment on Red Eye Radio, and is often an invited guest on serious radio shows. And if that wasn't enough, uh, recently Bob has been asked to join the American Bus Association Wellness Council to bring driver wellness solutions to the professional bus driver. Wow. Um, hi, Bob. How are you this morning? Hey, Donna. How are you doing? We need to shorten that I'm up. Good. That's a lot going on there. Yeah. Thank you. So welcome to Ask the Trucker Live, and thank you so much for taking the time uh, to join us. And after reading all that, I'd, I'd say, well, you know, you don't have an awful lot of time, so we really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Uh-oh. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. So anyway, um Let's start out. I just want to talk a little bit about your your new website, um, Rolling Strong. It's at rollingstrong.com. That's correct. um, And, yeah, I I have to say that uh, John over at Warhorse Media did an outstanding job. It's it's beautiful. It's clear. It's concise. And I've really listened to every single one-minute audio tip you had up there. Um, Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And the, the the videos and everything, um, you know, I, I I enjoy educational sites, and that really, you know, is is educational uh, among other things. But anyway, um, well, tonight is uh, we're we're discussing what's uh, overcoming the top challenges affecting OTR truck driver health. And I know um, a few of the the challenges that you had said uh, out were. Um, well, here I'm just going to uh, list them, and then you know you can you can go on. Um, going without time, accessibility to good food, accessibility to exercise, lack of family social time, stress. I mean, these are all things that you know the the regular person takes for granted, and um, you're just going to you know kind of help us go through how to address these challenges uh, to our listeners. So I'm just going to let you let you take it. And where do you want to start? And, and go ahead. Well, thanks, John. And I, I sincerely appreciate you uh, having me on. I always welcome the opportunity to, to get a chance to talk uh, 
uh, about this, uh, um, you know, this space, this population that we work so hard to try and provide these men, men and women some, you know, basic solutions to take care of themselves. So, but you know, you're right. I mean, those things that uh, the different six topics I, I listed, um, uh, you know, for the professional driver, you know, number one I think is that I always talk about when you become and make decision to be a professional truck driver, or bus driver. It means that you're going to go without, and that meaning is that you know, in your life out there on the road, you're always so subject to time delays, weather, accidents, all of those things. And when those things happen, when you're a driver, you're going to go without, and meaning that when you're sitting there, and you know whether you're broke down or it's a traffic accident or whatever it is, you know the wheels aren't turning. They say you're not making money, and you have to make it up, and you have to keep going because you've got a destination to reach. And so a lot of times that puts you in a position, and people don't realize that when the drivers, you know, at the end of the day, when they do finally get to stop, you know, they think, oh, okay, well, they just they they get the rest of the day off and they can do whatever. Well, that's not the case because, you know, they have personal life to take care of. You know, they got laundry and they got you know get their rest and they've got to communicate with their home and their loved ones and all that. And we all know in today's society, I mean, those things can eat up a lot of your time and. And unfortunately, what happens before they know it, it's the end of the day, and and everybody else has been nurtured and taken care of except the driver, and they're the most important one. So that's always something that's, you know, such a critical issue that I've learned and lived with as well, come growing up in a family of professional drivers. um, That and then we have um, we have another driver on tonight. Um, uh, Tom Tom Kirk's on here. Good night, hi Tom. Um, road test Hi, Donna. How are you doing tonight? Hi, Bob. Oh, just, just great. And, um, you know, it's going to be a, a a great show because we can finally get through all these uh, challenges. So, anyway, I didn't mean to uh, interrupt you, Bob. I know we were on a roll there. Um, but let's, uh, let's see. I'm, I want to start with um, one of the biggest health issues, and I know there's these challenges, but do you find those statistics valid, what I read, that 69% of truck drivers are suffering from obesity? Do you agree with that from what you've seen, and you've been doing this a long time, so you would know. Yeah, I mean, you know, but interesting enough, you know, Don, those statistics are Pretty much, I mean, if you look at the, you know, the general population as a whole in the country, I mean, there's an epidemic of obesity. It's just not the professional drivers. That's one of the things that, you know, that that does really kind of aggravate me quite a bit. That, that everybody wants to focus on that. But if you look at the general population out there, I mean, I'm on airplanes every week, flying across country to work with different clients and drivers and so forth. And you know, you see people out there, and that's why, you know, the the the, the issue is is that you know drivers. They don't have access like everybody else does, and it's very interesting. Years ago, when I first started doing this, and I would had the chance to go on, you know, TV, and and when we were in different markets, and they were always curious and about, you know, how drivers had the chance to exercise and what they were doing. And one of the things that they, that the host would always say, Bob, now what I want you to be able to do is we need to connect with our viewers because we really, at the end of the day, we're reaching people at home every day, and so the reason why they were they always wanted to do that comparison because the fact of it is is that if a professional driver with their schedule and on the road 
you know, without accessibility to a lot of the other services that, you know, that the, the, as I say, the res, residential consumer has. When they want to go to a gym, go to see the doctor, go to the drugstore, get their whatever, you know, they get in a car and go. Well, you just don't do that as a driver. So for drivers out there, people like Tom and all the other people that are dedicated to taking care of themselves and trying, um, you know, when they do those things, then that means if they can do it, then, you know, when you're at home, you should be able to get yourself up off the couch and get active and, and, and take care of yourself. So I really don't, you know, those those numbers and percentages, it's just that it's the difference is, is that these folks – don't have accessibility that's harder for them and so you know people like myself and what i do what you and your husband are doing whatever what everybody's doing that's in the space trying to bring these folks solutions in small little ways that they can make changes to better themselves and protect their livelihood because that's what it's really all about the other day is protecting their livelihood that's how they make a living exactly and uh getting back to that obesity thing well it says that if truckers have 69% of the drivers surveyed for the study were obese, and if they're saying that uh, the obesity, that they're two times the national average, and that's saying that only 35% of the population is um, obese. And I'd have to check those figures because um, I would think it's a little higher than that. So well, I, I mean, gosh, I yeah. mean, Don, if you just, you know, next time you go out, you know, you go out tonight or tomorrow and, I mean, do a survey yourself. Walk in the store. Look at, you know, you know I mean, if that means that if you saw 100 people, that means, you know, 30-some out of that 100 of those folks are going to be overweight. I, I I don't know. It's When I'm on airplanes and there's well more of 100 people on there, I can tell you that there's more than 30% of those people or 35% of those people are, are seriously overweight. I mean, Oh, I agree uh, because, I mean, you don't have to be huge to be considered obese. I think it's only, what, 15 or 20 pounds over the, um, you know, like whatever they tell you you're supposed to weigh at whatever your height is. And and I think there's a lot of people, you know, that fit that criteria. But anyway, I, the, the the fact is, though, that they, they do suffer. Um, as a matter of fact, accessibility to exercise was one of your challenges. Accessibility to good food, um, time, and you know, then there's the emotional uh, lack of family social time that takes a big toll um, on people, and 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 then just the stress of the job. So, um, I, you want to talk about the accessibility to good food? Or is it getting better? Or, um, you know, I'm not out there. So, what exactly, you know, accessibility, describe that. You know, they can't park in places to get food. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, and I have to say, I mean, I, I I, feel like personally that this game bear has come a long ways than what it was many years ago. Um, and you, you have to, you do have to, to look for it, but it is becoming more. I mean, you know, it wasn't, but, you know, it's just a couple of years ago. I mean, now you can go and pretty much all the travel centers and you see that they have a section where they they have some fresh fruit they got you know the string you know uh mozzarella cheese and you know they have yogurt and you know they they are trying to make some of these basic things accessible for drivers to to at least grab a healthier snack than just you know the basic junk that they have um so there is an alternative for those people who are trying to make a change and um and one of the things i know i i 
I was on a campaign years ago about you know talking to the the, the, the travel centers about they need to carry a at least a you know a, a basic selection of like protein bars. Well, and I certainly applaud them for going out and doing that. But the problem is they went out and I mean if you go into some of those they have a bigger selection than GNC does. And unfortunately, you know professional drivers, you know why I always am the first to believe that they're the true road athletes, but they're not expending that type of energy you know running up down a football field or basketball court because some of those protein bars that they have. That they that they create today and make are for people who are athletes who are burning excess amounts of calories. You know, drivers aren't, so they need something with lower sugar content, you know, higher protein, right. you know, that type of thing. And so some of those protein bars, you might as well get a candy bar. Um, and I know so, I read the ingredients on them, and I just want to make an announcement, Bob. Excuse me. Um, I I noticed a lot of callers listening online tonight, and I forgot to announce that. If you want to be a part of the show or ask Bob a question, you have to click 1 on your keypad. Um, the, the recording used to tell you that when you called in, but uh, unfortunately that doesn't happen anymore, so I have to announce it during the show. So everybody who's listening now, if, you do, if you're just listening, that's great because there's going to be a lot of good information on here tonight. But um, if you do want a question anytime during the show, just click one on your keypad. Now, for all those listening online um, through the Internet, and if you do want to call in and ask a question, uh, the number to call in is 347-826-9170. And again, you have to punch one uh, on your keypad, and, and then it shows up. So I just had to say that because I forgot in the beginning of the show. Bob. I, Perfect. Uh-huh. Um, okay. well, we were talking about those protein bars, and, yeah, they are loaded with sugar. I was looking at one uh, the other day when I was just standing online and had absolutely nothing to do, and there was a whole bunch of them. <laughs> and um, some of them, you know, I was actually kind of upset over uh, all the um, the GMO ingredients in there. And, you know, if if anybody knows me, they know I'm a little fanatical about the GMOs, so... Um, that was another thing that, besides the sugar, the the um, you know the the GMO things like the soy and and then the chemicals. So they're they're really not you know that great. Well, I know, and we you know we 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 live in a world of of, of those type of products. I mean, why they are getting better, but it's you know once again it's for the for, for drivers out there. Yeah, we have to be realistic for them, and what we try to do is get them to focus on making small baby steps. I'd never ever want to like the drivers set the expectations way too high that because you know everybody gets overwhelmed. And and one of the things I think I was sharing with you when we were talking earlier this week, this last week when I was up in Ohio with some clients, I had a chance to that's where my family are, um, live. Um, my bro- two brothers that drive, and I had a chance to to visit with them. They were off the road, and we were talking. One of the pieces of advice that stuck in my uh, area information, I should say, that stuck with me talking to my one brother is he was telling me that you know he he doesn't beat himself up that you know he doesn't uh, if he when he's out there and he he packs his stuff makes 
is making changes, but some days in the life of a driver, things just go crazy, and he may not be able to have accessibility. He may run out of food or whatever, and he may eat some things that he normally knows he shouldn't be eating, but um, he doesn't beat himself up. He just gets back off the next day and, and goes on, um, and and that's what we have to try to do because our when we're coaching drivers, we found that um, a lot of drivers out there, most of them we work with, they, it's not hard for them to consume over 4,000 calories a day. Um, and most of us come through liquids um, if they're not really being careful and watching what their uh, intake is. Hey, Bob, I've got a quick question for you, if you don't mind. Sure. Um I, I, I already know the answer to this from some of our previous conversations, but are there shortcuts if a driver is trying to lose weight? You know, you and I have talked about how important it is to change your diet and change your exercise, but is there a shortcut that they can take that you would recommend, whether it's diet supplements or anything of that nature, or is, or is really the best way to lose exercise or to lose weight and keep it off is to change your lifestyle? Yeah, I mean, there really is 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 uh, no really, as they say, the magic bullet or or shortcuts. The shortcuts are really about eating, sh- you know, shorter portions, smaller portions, and and trying to get yourself in the habit of being able to be prepared and control it. Um, I mean, you know, even like for myself, for example. I mean, I'm obviously I'm not on the road driving. I never try to put myself in that position that what the driver goes through, but I can do comparisons, and so. I know when I I fly from from uh, from home to a, to a city and then I get a car and I drive that week to several different destinations. So it's not unusual for me to be in a car driving, you know, several hours during the day to go from one town to another. And I'm I take as much food as I can. As soon as I get to that town, I go to the store. I get my I get food from my hotel and it and it's it's but it's. It is it is preparation, but it it pays off because I'm I'm never in a position where that I have to go without. The same way with the drivers, you know, you have to you know um, plan. And one of the things that we work on the most that when we're first coaching drivers is is that you know one of the first basic fundamentals you learn as a professional driver is about your pre-trip walk around. You know, every time you park, you take a walk around your truck to see. Tires look okay, anything hanging down, anything looks suspicious, whatever, just to look before you pull out. And you do the same thing. Check your, your cooler refrigerator to make sure you have something in there because chances are you're going to get stuck somewhere. So you just have to be cautious about, you know, and I and I when you you talk about supplements, I, I you know, even someone like myself who, you know, I, I, I do very well about, you know, sticking to a pretty strict eating regimen. But even for me, I mean, I, I, I am a strong believer in supplementation environments and especially drivers. I mean, I, I can't recommend enough for you to find a good multivitamin and vitamin C and so forth uh, to take because eat any time, especially if you're going to start cutting back on your food intake, you're going to notice a lull in your energy level, and you need to make sure you're keeping that supplementation in there to keep your energy level high and keep the nutrition in your body you need. Well, you know, talking about the, you know, the the baby steps you were talking about, and going back to what I was um, saying before about your new website, the redesign. Um, mm-hmm. There was a uh, an audio here. I'm going to 
I'm going to go to it right now. Um, oh yeah. And it's called. Second. Oh, it's called the top ten tips. And I wrote them. I wrote them down. And it's amazing you got all this in in one minute because these are like little <laughs> one minute tips on the um, audio section. And it has uh, uh, sit down and make a plan and be honest with your goals. Um, let's see. I'm trying to read my handwriting because I jotted all this down. But uh, make sure you take steps to achieve your goals. And if I'm messing up, you please interrupt me. Yeah, Drink a lot of water. Did I, did I say them right so far? Because you have yep, to see my handwriting good. here. <laughs> um, make sure you have protein in the a.m. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Um, okay, I have absolutely, Bob, no idea what I wrote down. Isn't that awful? Work, uh, workout. Cardio, you know, combining okay. cardio and with strength training, you know, working out, you know, um, Try to incorporate those two together, and you know, um, at least you know, 15 minutes of cardio a day um, that you want to, you know, keep your cardio level up. And and what I was talking about in the earlier couple points is it's it's once again, you know, what I love about working in this space is there's so many things that you can relate to what the drivers do every day and, 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 and to what we're trying to get them to do. I mean, they drive. They have to have a roadmap. They have to know how they're going to get from point A to point B, and you have to do the same way with your health. So I would recommend, you know, whatever your goal is, make a plan. Make a roadmap for yourself. This is what I want to achieve. I want to be able to lose X amount of pounds in a, in a period of time, or I want to get improve my strength, whatever it is. You know, you have to make a plan and so that you know every day what you're going to achieve so that you can check off the list. And just like you do when you have to stop and make certain checklists about, you know, your job and what you're doing, you know, did I get my 15 minutes in today? And, you know, you just make it uh, a priority the best you can. And if you don't make it because it's weather, the weather's bad or whatever, then, you know, you, you try to make it up the next day. And, you know, one of the, 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 the last one, the tenth one, was my favorite. I mean, they're all my favorite, but but this is so important, and you had touched on it before. It was never beat yourself up for falling off. Stay motivated and um, uh, then change your routine every 30 days. But yeah. But never beat yourself up. And, you know... What happens with people, and and I've done it, I know it in the past, you tend to throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, it's like, uh, well, I blew it, so I'm just going to blow it the rest of the day, and then the next day you wake up, well, I blew it yesterday, so what's the sense? And and then the third day, and and then before you know it, if you would have just gone back on either the – that night or or the following day immediately it, it it's okay really um and 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 i've realized that now because i'm in a different position I, I i look at health and weight and everything a whole lot differently than i used to um but i i can't stress that enough of what you said on that on that 10th tip and i actually read this um, I was listening to an, another audio from Kathy Freston, who's one of the um, prominent health and wellness activists around, and she calls it progress, 
not perfection. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, do you feel, do you agree that if we apply too many rules for ourselves, it's just setting us up for failure? If you if you just do a couple of things that, you know, like, like you said, drink more water or stay away from... Uh, processed foods uh you know or or limit them not even stay away that's too strong that's too much of a regulation and you and i were talking about drivers don't want regulations they're so tired of regulations and now there's even regulations when people are trying to tell them how to be healthy and and really it's such a personal thing that um you know you you just do one thing at a time. So well, if you had to say, all right, somebody said to you, what's three easy things I can do right now that it's not going to be overwhelming for me? Which three would you choose? Well, the first one is, is you got nothing, none of these things are going to happen until you do take the first step. And that's that's mm-hmm. the first thing you have to do. And the first step is, is okay, I'm you've made a conscious decision I'm gonna do this. And number two is is that I'm firmly believe that you have to have a plan, an idea of in place of what you want to do. And um and number three is is you know, um put that plan on paper, um and so that you can see it and you can look at it and you understand in your mind what it's about. And and understanding that when you, you do those one, two, three, that it's a it's a combination of, of it's just not about you know, as I tell drivers all the time, I mean I can give you all kinds of exercise routine and you know, one of the most one of the most common questions I get that all the time is I see drivers and I and I still coach drivers personally myself when I'm on site and the first thing I say, Bob, well, is the crunches I need to do to get rid of the stomach? Is that what I need to do? How, what, what I need to get rid of this? How do I get rid of the stomach? And and it's we, listen, we all number one, I don't care your size, weight, whatever it is, you know, we all have abdominal muscles. We all do. It's just a matter of whether or not uh, you know how covered up they are. And and doing the amount of crunches is not going to – that has to do with nutrition, what you put in your mouth. And so you have to understand that really in, in anybody that's involved in in in, a, in level of coaching and in, in, in health and fitness will tell you, it really is it's 75% what you put in your mouth and 25% of your exercise program. And so you have to be able to fuel your body and keep your energy level up high enough to be able to be able to perform and do an exercise. That's why I just can't stress it enough for drivers why, you know, for years ago when I first started doing this, one of the first things I started doing, I thought, well, this only makes sense to me. I started going to truck driving schools to try and get them to have some form of education to the drivers when they're going to school. And I said, why the world we want to do this? They're truck drivers. Well, they care about it. And um, and so the point being is, is that fast forward all these years, you know, you, if you did you hear now in all professional sports years ago, when you were a professional, could be a football player, baseball player, uh, uh, NASCAR driver, and so forth. That you know, you just you just lived and did what what is because um, it maybe not was not your full time job. Well, now it is, and now all these people have learned over the years that because the competition is so stiff. That you know now all of a sudden they've got to exercise. They got personal trainers. They got chefs. They got they realize that the body you put in your the fuel you put in your body is going to make you can make the difference of you being productive and not being productive. Just like the fuel and the efficiency that you run in your truck. 
Um, and so people are now starting to realize that it does make sense that um, that you feed yourself properly. And if you put in all those carbohydrates, I see it all the time when I'm at the travel center, the truck stops, is that they come in and, you know, they've got up early in the morning, you know, as most drivers do, and they grab the caffeine and they, they, they hit it and they go, 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 and all of a sudden it's noon and they're in the fuel line or sitting there, staying there, they look down, they see all the junk, and they're, you know, getting that little lull in their energy level, and so they grab all the sugar and, you know, they're back out and they're up, and then all of a sudden about, you know, 60 minutes later, you know, their, you know, their energy level drops. So, right. um, because right. they didn't get the protein in, and then, and it's like your battery, you know, in your car, your truck. I mean, you run it, you, you go, if you don't take care of it and keep the water and take care of it, I mean, you run it down so low, it's a lot to get it back up to energy level. Um, I mean, you're always going to constantly have to jump start it. And that only works so many times. And then there's the, the fact that, you know, when you're eating better, you can actually address a lot of these diseases like like high blood pressure and diabetes and high cholesterol. I mean, you know, it's a lot to get on in one show, but just the fact of eating more fruit and vegetables can can drastically, you know, change your um your your blood pressure and your cholesterol and even diabetes if you don't, you know, if you take away the sugar. So, um Okay. Um, but anyway, you know, I, I think that's just an important part. There's a benefit other than than losing weight, you know. They, they, people people just feel better uh, in general. Absolutely. Would you agree Absolutely. with that? I do, and, and, and you can. And there's a big difference that when you, uh, when you have a good uh, mixture of protein, the right carbohydrates in the morning, one of the things that, that we started educating teaching drivers about a long time ago because they just said you know they don't have time or it's it's a price issue and so forth is that one of the easiest things that you can do that's very cost effective is if you have a refridge or a cooler or whatever if you get that greek non you know uh, non plain it's the plain greek yogurt and you mix oatmeal in there. It doesn't have to be cooked. You just put the real oatmeal in there, and you can sweeten it with stevia. There's different types of sweeteners. And you mix up. That's a great power-packed protein and right carbohydrates for energy in the morning. It starts your day off, and you get a good – it fills you up, and you don't, you know, opposed to having some type of carbohydrate uh, – of you know uh, biscuits and gravy and that type, it may fill you up, but then you know, all of a sudden later on in the day it raises your sugar levels and you, and you bottom out. Um, and not saying you and can't. And that was have my next or, question to sure. ask you: What's an idea for that morning instead of running in and grabbing the donut and the coffee and the biscuit with the gravy and so? I mean, and and I, I've heard that before with the um, oatmeal and the yogurt and. I mean, uh, who was it? Was it you, Tom, that said that you love that, or was I? Talk- I talked to so many people. Th- but th- I that was actually the- probably me or Linda Cathy, and that's actually okay. an idea we've gotten off of Bob. Where okay. you know, and that is a is a quick, simple, easy breakfast, and it's one I do fairly regularly. Uh, another one that I do is just plain ordinary oatmeal uh, with some plain cinnamon in it, maybe a little bit of frozen fruit you know, maybe a small dollop of sour cream. But the thing is, is I'll go get quick oats, not the instant, but the quick oats, and some hot water from the truck stop, put it in a cup or a mug, 
uh, cover it up, and about three minutes at most, it's fully cooked. I didn't have to mess around with the microwave. And it's, you know, it's a quick option, you know, and, and for drivers to say, well, I'm not allowed to have an inverter on my truck, so I can't use a uh, microwave or I don't have time to let a 12-volt appliance heat up, you can still have a healthy breakfast just by trying something like just some plain oatmeal. You know, if you want it a little sweeter, try the stevia like Bob suggested or a small, small amount of dried fruit. Right. Well, i got to tell you a funny story. We're talking about the morning, and it reminded me. Um, I had a conversation with Carol O'Byrne of, uh, of uh, Life Coach um, Services, or Service, I'm sorry, Life Coach Service. Anyway, we were talking about, um, you know, we're going to room together at Gats, and we said, I said, gee, you know, I'm almost afraid of the morning i'm going to go through withdrawals because i usually have my my big ninja shake with all my vegetables and fruit and i mean i go to bed actually looking forward to waking up and having my uh, my smoothie and she started laughing she said me too so we were laughing saying you know we're going to have to bring the ninja and go find a grocery store around there i mean you know Maybe it's half truth and, or something, but it's not a bad idea. But it's funny once you once you really get used to enjoying healthy food. I mean, it it you your body craves it, and then all of a sudden, I, I think it's once you clean yourself out and and help me with this. This is an area, you know, I need to research more, Bob. But uh, is it true when you clean your body? out of the, the sugars and the carbs that it's true you don't crave these things as much? I mean, I, I have read that, but I want to know if you have experienced that feedback from the drivers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you, your palate changes and, and your body does change. And so then you know, I, I hear this all the time from drivers that, you know, once they've made the conscious decision, and, and first I want to say also, too, is that, you know, Besides all the health benefits that you get out of this, like when you, you uh, when you and your friend are talking about making your shakes in a the room, there's a whole economic, you know, value to this as well. I mean, because we all know when you're on the road and you're at these events and so forth, the food is overpriced and it's crap. So you're you know, right. you're getting a double hit. You're you're spending more money than what you really should be spending. So even if you had to, even if you didn't pack your little ninja or whatever and take it with you, if you had to go to a, you know. A, make a, a stop out of your way to go to a Target or wherever to pick you up a, a blender or a mixture of something, a shaker, is still well worth it. But but, uh, but you're right, though. Drivers tell me all the time is that when they made the change and then all of a sudden they decide they got a craving, it's, they're back home, it's uh, the Saturday night, they're going to treat themselves. They sit down and have whatever that you know they thought that they really wanted to have, and all of a sudden it really doesn't taste that well, or their stomach gets a little nauseous. They get upset you know, because your body, you've cleansed your body out, and you're not used to that amount of could be whether it's the sweetness, the 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 extra calories, the extra carbohydrate. It doesn't process the same. Right, right. Oh, and I've experienced it. I mean, I I and and I'm going to tell you something. If I do have carbs, or, I mean, not that I go without carbs. I mean, I eat fruit and vegetables. Um, I don't eat white anything with white flour or um, limited grains and things like that. However, if I do have some carbs, 
I notice that I start craving them again. I mean, it's really almost like an addiction uh, to your body. I don't know if other people experience that. Uh, have you heard yeah, people yeah. say that? Well, you know, one of the things that I that I made note that I wanted to, for us to touch on that I uh, maybe if you want to wait we can, but I just want to mention now is that no, go ahead. You know, one one of the things that I have talked to, to drivers about for many years is is that that you have access to one of the most reliable and most cost effective labs that you know, that you can have, and that's your own body. Um, for example, you know, I know that we talk a lot about, you know, like having, like I said, the carbs and, and potatoes, baked potatoes versus sweet potatoes. You know, because of my cardiotype training that I do and so forth, I can tell you, I mean, I I, I do, I crave, uh, even though I love sweet potatoes, and but I do crave regular baked potatoes, and I don't deprive them. I only maybe have a half one, or what I do a lot of times is I scoop some of the inside out so it's not as much, but... I can tell a difference, and I feel better when I do have that. And, and you have to remember too is that you don't really get the real full benefit of that. It's not really you know like you're going to get up the next morning and feel the instant. But if you're if you're if you are trying to stick to an exercise regimen or trying to you know consume a certain amount of carbohydrates, you really start planning up a couple of days in advance. But like for that, you know, some people it it, it it has a, a different effect on their better digesting sweet potatoes. But for me, you know, I it, it, I can eat regular baked potatoes. I don't put a lot of junk on it. But I, what I do with mine is I, you know, of course I'm at home and it's not as convenient for the drivers, but you still can because pretty much any place has a baked potato, uh, baked potatoes. And so you can get a baked potato and you clean out the inside of it. And I put black beans in there or kidney beans or whatever and, um, and use that, Skin is kind of like the taco shell, and 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 eat it, um, and you get. There's you know, so the many creative value. things, yeah, to do with. Um, I mean, once you get into it, and uh, it's endless, really. And there's all kinds of, you know, for people who are really searching, you know, once they get that craving for good food, there's all kinds of recipes. Um, I did notice on on your website. Let me go over there. Do you have some recipes over there? Um, we we do have some in uh, when in the um, in the member section. And of course, we always if we don't have them there, I don't think we've gotten all the things loaded on our new site. But people are in our that are in our wellness plan program, then you know they get recipes and nutritional content and so forth. But we used to have so many of those available. We, a lot of times we um, we send those PDFs out for drivers to do. And then of course. Tom and Linda and that group, you know, put together a, um, a, a recipe book, you know, of different um, foods that you can, you know, cook in on the on on the truck. But for most drivers, though, that's it, it, that may be a little bit difficult. And what we try to do is just show them simple little things that they can, because we hear it all the time. They say, well, you know, Bob, it, 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 you know, I can go into you know the truck stop and I can get get a hot dog, you know. Two for two fifty or two for three, whatever it is, and it's cheap and so forth. But it's like anything else, you know. Well, you're going to pay for it one way or the other. Yeah, it might be cheap today, but then when you come down for your recertification, if you right. if you're abusing yourself and you can't get your DOT card, then it really all of a sudden is much more expensive than you thought it was going to be. Um, and you know that's and, funny, Bob. One of the things that I I you know I gave up. Two of the things I love. I love hot dogs. I don't remember the last time I had a hot dog, but I love hot dogs. And liverwurst. 
Now, there's not too many people that love liverwurst. Yeah. But I tell you what, you know, it, those are like two things that um, I can think of as savory things. Now, sweets, you can put all the sweets in the category because I love them all. But, you know, I just, I just don't eat them. Um, but the savories, uh, it's really funny that you brought up hot dogs because, boy, I sure do love them. Um, well, the, and you, it, I know it, you it's pay easy. For it. It's cheap. Yeah, it's it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it doesn't have any real good nutritional value for you, obviously. And and that's what I think that the last segment I just did here this last week, I think it was on, and you can it should be up on our site. But it's the what it came out with actually the DOT diet, and you know we have a full list of that, and we make that available to the to the drivers. But because I get talk to so many drivers and get so many calls, they're getting ready to you know, going for the research and, you know, they know they're on a bubble and what they can do. And so, you know, we come up with this, you know, DOT diet that, that we, uh, that I came up with and, and we've just had just great, great success for drivers. And, you know, uh, it's usually if you, you need a good 30 days to put it into action, but, you know, 90% of the drivers that do it and they have success at making sure they pass their recertification and it's making adjustments it's you know it's it's because it's it's having that oatmeal first thing every morning with the cinnamon on it and I can't express enough about the value proposition and having raw garlic and because it has a it has a very positive effect on now your blood pressure but also your your sugar levels uh, um and you know just small amounts of walking. You don't have to do a lot. If you can do it for 10 or 15 minutes a day, you know, drink lots of water and do some of these things, you will notice a considerable difference in your uh, in your biometric levels. And um, and it doesn't take that much effort to do. It just takes a commitment, you know, to stick with it and do it. And you can see a positive change. I mean, you know, I know you know you've heard from Tom many times. He's somebody that has had a positive experience of going from a short-term card to get a two-year card. And and that that's only was done one way, and that wasn't done by any kind of magic medications. Right? It was all strictly done because Tom made a conscious decision to change his lifestyle. And, I mean, you know, it didn't need the doctor to write him a script. He just changed what he put in his mouth, and all of a sudden he goes from having a three-month card to a two-year card. And, you know, once you do the baby steps you were talking about, like eliminating or, you know, making the plan and then, you know, really getting focused on that and and just, say, drinking more water and taking sodas out for a little bit and then the next time, you know, well, I'm going to limit processed foods. And when we get back, I want to give a definition of processed foods because I know a lot of people are, they hear, ah, what is this processed food I keep hearing everybody telling me I'm not supposed to be eating? I don't even know what it is. But um, I'm going to go for a break. And before I do, we sure. we got a bunch more callers that came on the line. And I just want to make that announcement again. Um, I hope you're enjoying the show. I'm sure you are. There's a lot of great information. But if you want to ask a question, um, you need to raise your hand so I know. And how you do that is you just press 1 on your keypad. And, uh, and, and then I'll know you want to um, either ask a question or make a comment. In the meantime... Uh, we're going to go for a short commercial. You're listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. Alan and Donna will be right back.
Hey everybody, Alan Smith here. Have you been driving a big rig for a while now and considering starting your own business as an owner-operator? Well, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. With a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, you make the monthly payment and when the final payment is made, they hand over the title. It really is that simple. There is no big balloon payment at the end and secondly, the truck is yours, not a lease plan under one truck and company. So if becoming an owner-operator is your goal, do it the right way. Do it the best way. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing on the web at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. That's LoneMountainTruck.com. This is Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. To be a part of the program, call in now at 347-826-9170. Skype users can call in by clicking on the Skype button on our show page. To be a sponsor of the show, email Donna at info at askthetrucker.com. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back, everybody. Um, if you've just tuned in and I see some new numbers coming in, uh, we have Bob Perry of Rolling Strong uh, on the show with us tonight, giving us all kinds of great information uh, about health and food. And uh, we're going to get to exercise, uh, hopefully, in a little bit. Um, also, uh, for our new people uh, who are holding on the line or listening to the show, uh, if you want to say something, make a comment, ask a question, just click one on your keypad. And for all those listening online uh, and you want to comment, uh, the number is 347-826-9170. Click one on your keypad. And if you do that, just turn the volume off of your computer or else the, the feedback gets a little a little hairy. Uh, but anyway, uh, Bob, uh, we were talking about the definition of processed food. Um, uh, I, I have it is um, what constitutes a, a processed food. It varies. It's anything in a package, a box, or a bag, and anything that isn't in its nature form, and it goes through complex processing steps, contains additives, artificial flavorings, and other chemical ingredients. Do you, you think that pretty much wraps it up? Oh, is there anything to add to that? Uh, no, I mean, it's just time you take it's mm-hmm. at that time you take a food away from its national natural source and enhance it by, you know, shelf life. And, you know, it's one of the things that the probably is especially a, a, a really disaster, a recipe for disaster for our professional drivers is, is when they, you know, look at those packaged foods that are pre-made like that, they have to do them for shelf life. And one of the most you know, highly used ingredients to do that is sodium. And if you look at some of the sodium content that's in some of those and, I remember one time here, this hadn't been too long ago, I was in one of the travel centers and I was looking because they had made announcements that they now had a little deli section in there where they had fresh sandwiches made up and brought in. So I thought, oh, that's neat. So I went through there and looked at them and I pulled out this, you know, picked up this egg salad sandwich and looked at it and looked at the ingredients and the content. I mean, the, the sodium in that that sandwich, which was just like a basic, you know, sized bread sandwich, egg salad sandwich, was 1200 and it had sugar wow. in it. 
And um, and I thought, you know, gosh, I grew up in the country, and I don't remember my grandmother ever putting sugar in her egg salad sandwich. I don't know where that came from. So, but you know, a way of preserving it and the taste and so forth. But you know, once again, and that's the thing that gets just not drivers, but all Americans very frustrated is the mixed message that these companies send out there. You know, because they can use the terminology, you know, whole grain, and may have one little bit of grain in it, uh, but it's really a, a stretch, or because it's whole wheat, people automatically think it's better for you, and, and a lot of people don't realize that, you know, for many, many years, a lot of these companies got away from, got away with having, yeah, well, you can, it's whole wheat bread, and wow, this really does taste good, this is better. Well, the reason why it tastes so good is because they had it loaded with high fructose corn syrup. Oh, that's another thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you know, it just it's and I know and I don't like to go too far down in the weeds on this because it just really, for a lot most part, people just say this is just way too much for me to absorb and I get that it really is. I mean, it can be overwhelming. You can, you know, think you have to live in a bubble, but so I just try to get drivers to really focus on making small little changes. The things that I always think are very important for drivers to think about is, you know, if you can at least, you know, help yourself make good conscious decisions first thing in the morning and don't have, you know, the high-calorie, high-fat, high-sodium breakfasts and get yourself a decent breakfast. And then the rest of the day, if you slip up, then at least you've got that foundation in there and you get off to a good start and your chances are you're going to make better decisions later on the day because you feel good about what you did. But most people, as we do, you know, they think, oh, well, gosh, I'm already off the wagon. I might as well, you know, that's right. going to hurt me to have this, you know, cinnamon bun. And, and that always, you know, I feel bad and I always try to reach out to drivers. I see them walking out of those places, you know, where they have, you know, bags of, you know, there's cinnamon buns, and, I, you know, I, 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 I know those are very popular because they, you know, they prey on people's senses and their emotions, and, you know, cinnamon is a great attraction for people. They, that smell oh, reminds it smells you great. <laughs> of good things, right? And uh, But, yeah. boy, you put those things in your belly, it's like this big old blob. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing good going to come from it. And, you know, I, you almost yeah. want to say, well, if you're going to take the cinnamon bun, go get an apple, too. And eat them both. And eat the apple first. (laughs) I mean, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's my mentality, you know. Balance it out, something good with something bad if you have to do it. Um, You're better off if you don't, but that's kind of just my way of thinking. Uh, It's a little weird, maybe. Um, I wanted to um, ask you about accessibility to exercise. Everyone knows you're supposed to exercise more. Um, what are some very, for people who really aren't in that regime, you know, where they're motivated to get, all right, I got to do this, this, and this, what do you recommend um, for them to get started? And then we have people who are, you know, who really want to get into a program. So people are on all different levels. How do you address this lack of exercise after they've driven all day, they're tired? Um, what do you say about that? And once again, this goes back to not setting yourself up to fail. So, you know, one of the dreaded factors are at the end of the day and they're tired, they go, man, now i got to go out and do this workout program. And, I mean, you know, this just could be overwhelming. So what you want to do is just, just make a plan that, and, and you, you you need to let your body get you in the habit 
So set it up for short spurts, 15 minutes. I'm going to exercise for 15 minutes. And it can be all you need is, you know, um, for years before we came out with the FIT system, the in-cab gym system. I mean, I train drivers on, you know, you can spend $2 and go get your a couple-gallon water jugs, and you fill them up at certain levels, and you have a certain amount of hand weights. And you go out and you walk for 15 minutes with these jugs of water, and you can do curls and tricep exercise. You can do a 15-minute workout with nothing but a good pair of shoes and water weights and get yourself a decent workout in. Because, see, when you combine the strength training with the cardio, you're getting a double. It's it's like it's like it's high level intensity training what it is, and you're doing it for 15 minutes. So you're going to burn more calories, and you only have to do it in short certain short spurts of time, and you're not getting yourself thinking that okay for me to because most people think that they have to exercise for you know 45 minutes to an hour, which is you don't have to do that. And it's also been proven over and over again too that. You know, you can you don't have to do it consecutively. I mean, if you want to exercise 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, it's the same accumulative effect. In fact, if anything, it's better because you'll burn metabolism will stay in, intact. You know, the statistics show that if you can exercise as little as 10 to 15 minutes in the evening when you lay down, your metabolism is in gear and you're going to continue to help burn more calories through the night as long as you don't overload yourself with food of carbohydrates right and um, uh, I was looking at your site and one of the things on there is something that I do because you know I I do a lot of work at the desk although I am back and forth and and I do get a little bit of exercise but my favorite thing is my stair stepper and you're right I I do it two, two times a day I don't just, you know, wait and say, well, all right, I'm going to, you know, do 20 minutes. I will do 10 minutes, say, um, early afternoon, and then at night when I'm really wired, of course, I confess I drink a lot of caffeine, so by the evening I'm I'm pretty wired, and uh, <laughs> and then, and then I, I, I go on it again. It's, it's one of my favorite things, you know, it, and I, I noticed you have one there, and, and uh, I said, oh, wow, my... My favorite piece of equipment, and, you know, I could see where it said that you can do it in the cab or outside. Is that right? You can do it in the cab, that stair stepper? Yeah, you can. It fits right in between the seats, and and our fit system attaches to it. So, once again, you can get a combination of cardio and strength training at the same time. And um, and then also you can, you know, it's, it's very easy to to move and you can set it outside so if you're in the area part of the country you're out west it's a nice day and you pull into one of the roadside areas and you want to exercise outside you can set it up outside and exercise outside in the fresh air um and once again when you're doing doing the combination of the cardio and the stair at the same time you're working on your balance and your core and it takes more time takes more energy more concentration and you know you can do it in shorter spurts of time um, and you can do a, you know, we, I get all the time, Don, when I'm at the shows and demonstrate, and I'll have the drivers come up and they say, come on, Bob, you know, I'm, I'm 250 pounds. You really think I'm going to get a workout? I used to, you know, work out with weights. You think I'm going to get a workout with these rubber bands? And, right. you know, very seldom, I mean, I have yet to have a driver be able to actually get to a full workout um, because it will give you, you know, all you want. 
you know, if you do it properly and do it concentrated and incorporate cardio into it, and that's what we're trying to do. This is, you know, we're, all I'm trying to help drivers do is move the needle a little bit to keep themselves compliant, keep their blood pressure, their sugar levels intact, and keep their weight under control, being preventive. Like I say, you know, you don't drive your rig down the road at night with your lights out. I want the manager help the same way. I want you to know if there's a problem or what's going on. Because um, I want to see everybody get home safe to see their family. That's absolutely correct. I mean, it's all it's all about you're staying healthy, not just for yourself, but for others also. And which brings me to the next topic of um, uh, another challenge. And and this is big because I think this really um, affects your emotional well-being. Uh, also, is the lack of family and social time. And um, and then the last one is stress, and I'm assuming that's just stress of the the job. But but um, this lack of family and social time. Um, do you find and and I'm going to ask you this. You can you can elaborate any way you want. But that because of that, that people in general, not just drivers, um, tend to look for what we call comfort food, which is almost synonymous with uh, high-carbohydrate food, uh, to to take the place of what they're longing for, which is actually relationship? Absolutely. I mean, that's the reason why they call it comfort food, you know. It makes you feel good. You, you, you know, you're just, you're somewhat going to, um, one, make make a comparison that you're, you know, slightly depressed, uh and you know, it just it's it, it tastes good to you. You just it, it, it's it's part of you know really self destruction. Um, mm-hmm. And you're you know it's not good for you, but yet it makes you feel it's like you're almost rebelling against yourself. You know, I mean, I can tell you that I get many many calls from drivers, and um, unfortunately because of their other job and their way from home, it it it, it has a tendency to make it tough on, on the relationship and the spouse, the kids at home. They feel guilty being gone, but this is their livelihood. and um, It makes it very difficult. And I, one of the things that we've tracked for years um, when we were talking, and I did this early on through a coaching service that we are utilizing, and so we would track what are the top, I wanted to know the top three issues that really upset drivers, that really you know, stressed them out, made them want to reach for another cigarette or make a bad food choice. And number one was generally they got in a fight with their dispatcher. Uh, number two, they got a distressed, distressed call from home. You know, the basement's flooded. You know, Johnny got kicked out of school. I need $200. You know, and they're 2,000 miles away from home. they got to figure out how to manage this. And number three, a four-wheeler cuts them off. And, you know, because a lot of our, I can tell you, a lot of our, you know, our coaches will tell you that because we have coaches that are on site at terminals for our clients talking and coaching drivers face-to-face is that a lot of our conversations are that they're stress-related. You know, they're just, they're stressed. You know, if they're mm-hmm. a team driver, you know, they've got a team partner that that's maybe not, you know, fitness-friendly, as we say, and you know, and they don't want to stop or they don't want to go to the grocery store or, or whatever, or they um, don't don't like the, you know, they've been away from home for two weeks. They're supposed to get home every week or whatever. I mean, there's all kinds of variables. And, you know, it's it's tough. It's just 
what we try to stress to them is, is, is they are a certain amount of these things they can take control of themselves. And how you can do that is make yourself feel good by trying to, you know, fuel your body with better foods. And, you know, going back to the exercise, though, and tell me how you feel about this. Um, you know, rather than go for the comfort food, because really all you want to do is you want to comfort yourself, you want to feel better. And what I have found is if I do my stair stepper, that the exercise releases those um, endorphins in your brain, then it actually serves as another way of comfort. I mean, what, what do you think about that? I mean, I know how many people are going to be really angry and everything or upset or depressed and say, well, I think I'll go on my stair-stepper. Um, but truthfully, it, it really does work because um, don't the endorphins or something mimic the chemical um, present in, like, um, morphine, heroin, things like that, that same similar high you get? Yeah, exactly, and 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 it's and it's the, the hardest thing about that, Dodon, is you know you you you're, you're you're frustrated, and you know I want to have whether it's something to eat or something to drink that's not good for me. Cause that's an easy step to do. You get frustrated, and so I mean I'm no different than anybody else. I mean you have good days and bad days, and and so what I always try to do is I try to make the relief something some type of even if it's just a walk it doesn't have to be out going to a gym or doing work even if i just say you know what i'm going to go for a walk and i put my walking shoes on and i you know i i i go out and i walk with what i call purpose and that means you know my shoulders back and no phone, look straight ahead and say, okay, I'm going to go for, I'm going to walk for 15 minutes out and turn around 50 all of a sudden I come back 30 minutes later. And I can tell you 99% of the time I get back and I get done, whatever it was that upset me was on my mind. All of a sudden I realized, you know what? It really wasn't that big a deal. <laughs> right. It really right. was not that big a deal. And I think, okay. I And then all of a sudden you're like, you said, you're right. You've taken this what could have been a real negative rat hole for yourself, because then you've got a double-edged sword. Because then not only did you make bad decision to whether eat or drink something you shouldn't have normally had, and then what happens is you got the guilt that sits in. Oh boy! Oh, you're, I you're, know. You did again, and then then before you know it, say, so and before you know it, you're going down that road of disaster. But when you're done, if you can turn into a positive, I know people are listening and say, "Yeah, Bob, it's easy for you to say," and I know it's not. That easy it's to not flip easy. the switch, yeah. you know, to get yourself motivated, but you somehow have to do it. And once again, I go on, I, Don and I tell drivers all the time, I go on the 50% rule. If you just can do this 50% of the time, right. you will see a difference. You know, I'm not asking Absolutely. for everybody to make sure, yeah. And that goes ahead. It's progress, not perfection. and mm-hmm. And it's so true. And eventually... You yourself, when you see the benefits of what's happening with what you're doing and you're only doing it half the time and all of a sudden you're feeling better and then you're looking better and your clothes are getting a little baggy and you're like, wow, this wasn't that hard. You know, maybe maybe I can now incorporate, you know, something else on my list of things I want to do to be healthy. So... Don't be overwhelmed, I would say, you know, with with everything all at once. And that is such a good statement, 50%. I like that. 
that's that's so true um I wanted to ask you i know i know we you you said you would be able to be on an hour and and I know we've already gone over that. I just wanted to touch though with you um about gats you're uh, I read on your website that you are going to be at GATS and part of the wellness pavilion, the health pavilion. Yeah, we are. And, and I have more time if you have some drivers have some questions they want to ask. Be, well, I, they're I never, listening. I, I, yeah. They're listening, Bob. And a, a matter of fact, some more just came on. And um, you have to click one on your keypad if you want to ask a question to Bob. Um Okay, but, um, but we are going to be yeah we are going to be at Gats we're going to be in Health Pavilion and we're going to be doing a lot of demonstrations we're going to be uh, we're going to show our fit system our stepper and then we're also going to be introducing a new piece of equipment that's called the Fit Safety and Fitness Station and it's a four by four platform that that I came up with a design that we're making available for terminals and also for the in the busing community and and for less than tractor carriers this. This particular fitness station can um, it's industrial build, it's powder coated, and it can it's actually the same dimensions. If you can kind of visualize the this is like a four by four you know um, powder coated um, metal uh, steel based uh, platform, and it's got a like a T bar up the back of it, and it's got a little it's got a seat on it which is the same height as a bunk. The dimensions on where the hooks are in the front are just like the seats in, in the in the in the truck, and then uh, the seat is the same height as the bunk, and then the hooks in the back is the same as the name in the back of the bunk. So, whenever you're doing this exercise, it simulates of what if you were inside the cab of your truck. So the idea is we're going to make these available. Some fleets want to have them inside their terminals so drivers can exercise, and we're actually going to be setting up like a little circuit. So, which is going to be pretty fun. So you actually be able to. You know, do an exercise, uh, chest exercise, for example, and then get on the stepper and do a cardiovascular for 60 seconds, then then do a chest exercise. So it's going to be like doing a circuit train and everything that they'll do will be able to show you um, how you can do this in, in the comfort of your own cab as well. Well, that sounds wonderful. I can't wait to um, hit that uh, health pavilion. Um, I, I know there's a, a lot of great stuff there for, for the drivers and actually um, – you know, after the show, when I go through a lot of the things going on in trucking, and that's going to be uh, one of them, GATS and that uh, health pavilion that we'll talk about. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, I get to meet meet people I haven't, uh, you know, I've only talked to on the phone like yourself, and uh, that's always a thrill for me. Um, sure. I do have a caller on area code 918, and I'm going to open your line. Hi, area code 918. Who do we have on the line? Uh, hi. My name is uh, James, James Peters. Hey, James, did you say? Yeah, James. Hi, James. Who did you want? Did you want to ask Bob a question or did you want to say something? Yeah, I got, I got a question. Uh, how do you, uh, well, my, my question is, is for the, for the drivers you work with, uh, how do you get them to be more conscious of their, I wouldn't say they're, they're being aware of what calories they intake. I mean, uh, I mean, okay. Or, you know, nutritious, nutritious calories compared to, you know, just like a processed food, um, uh, like a bag of, 
or you know, be calorie con not really calorie conscious, but more or less nutrition conscious. Nutrition conscious. You know, I'm wondering yeah. if there's an app for that. Well, I mean, well, just just like for example, uh, like a large bag of uh, M M&M and or milk chocolate M and M's is roughly around say like 500 calories. That now that would be easy to eat, wouldn't it? Very much. Yeah. So. Well, that's yeah. not even that big a bag, 500 calories. Yeah, but for the same amount of calories, for say uh, five large apples, I had the same amount of calories. It's the same amount of calories. Right. right. Yeah, right. and you're, and and, you're, and and you're right, James. We do that. We, that's you're exactly spot on. We we do those comparisons and simulations that you know. Okay, when you go next time, you go to reach for that bag of M and M's. You know, here's an alternative that can. You get much more value out of that, you know, and you get this, you know, more, you get the same amount of calories, but the nutritional side that you get of this is the fiber and, um, you know, the, 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 in, in most cases, you know, it's going to be less carbohydrates and, um, of course, you know, fruit, I always caution drivers, I always encourage them that when they're having fruit, whether it be bananas, apples, whatever, Try oh, to eat. Yeah, and yeah, and so you have to be careful. So you have to also, at the same time, I always ask them to. Um, one of the one of the favorite snacks that we hand out and give to drivers is we have these proportion size of almonds and walnuts and so forth that uh, that we give drivers. So if you're eating an apple or a banana, have some almonds or walnuts with it because that, that that's protein, and what that does is it helps slow down the the sugar absorption in your system, so it doesn't spike your yeah. levels. That doesn't spike. Does spike your glucose? Your, exactly. Uh, yeah, your blood. Your blood sugar. Yeah. And with the, you know, like you know, with the the almonds, the walnuts, or you know, with that, you know, they have a lot of fat in them, and the fat's going to, you know, fill fulfill your satiety. You know, make you feel fuller. You know, with the protein, it's more yeah, you know, you, satisfying. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all portion control. I mean, you know. Just because we say, you know, almonds are great for you. I see drivers buying these huge bags and so blah, blah, blah. They're almonds. Though. I thought you said they're good. Well, they are, but you can't eat the whole bag at one time. <laughs> you know, it's 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 a handful there, and you spread it out during the day. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something that I, I, I kind of deal with. With You know, drivers ask me and stuff. They see me working out and asking, you know, some of the things. Well, you know, you're, you know, okay, I seen you last night when you came in. You grab, you know, you got a large pizza, and you got a two-liter uh, Mountain Dew, and you went to your truck. You know, you're sitting right beside me. You know, I was doing my uh, sprints through the, the the yard or through the the parking lot last night before I went and got my shower. You were in there watching me, and uh, then you went to bed. You know, it's, you know, being, you know, kind of being aware of your calories. You know, you know, you ate that large pizza and that two-liter Mountain Dew before you went to bed. So how did you sleep last night? Right. Well, you know, I kind of tossed, tossed and turned. Well, you know, all that sugar, all that blood glucose that you spiked your 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 blood that long, and now you're kind of drained right now. So, you know, what are you going to do now? This morning, well, I'm going to go inside and get me a, go get me a soda to wake myself up. Oh yeah, I know. And you know, I I have a lot of compassion for that for these people. I mean, you, you know, you get frustrated because you want them to know what they're doing, and but you know. It's it's difficult to break those habits, and I I do believe it's 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 just a habit of of what you're do, doing. And like you know, Bob, you were saying to replace the soda um, in those ten little steps with water. 
that's a hard thing for these people to do because, you know, they're, they're just used to that. So maybe, like you said, your 50% rule you have, replace half your sodas, right? Or yeah, and, we, and, we, and we, we, you know, talk all the time about, you know, because it's not uncommon for a lot of drivers, just as James was talking about. You know, I have drivers tell us all the time, you know, they, and they may be listening now, you know, they, it's not unusual for them to drink, they can drink a six-pack of, you know, Mountain Dew, or they drink those big liters of Mountain Dew. It's okay because you're going to go through withdrawals. I mean, you are going to get a headache. I mean, I just I don't yeah. ever try to, you know, not you know be truthful about that. Cause you're going to. So what you need to do is, okay, when you buy one of those, dilute it. You know, you know, put it and keep the empty bottle from the last one. Fill it half full. Put water in it. Dilute it so you're not consuming as much. And if you're drinking three a day, then you know, drink two a day for a while, and then. And then get it down to one a day, if that's right. what you want to have. Right. And pretty soon your taste buds are going to change. You know, one of the things that we've had the greatest success at doing is is that with drivers is the green tea um, program, which is, and now you know, green teas used to be you can only get the the good green teas and it's your high end, you know, like a Whole Foods, the health food stores, and so forth. But now. You know, Walmart has them, and, you know, and they come in different flavors, blueberry, raspberry, strawberries, everything you can think of. And they're natural. They have a third of the caffeine in it. But what you can do is just take that tea bag, pull off the string, dump it, just stick it down in your bottle of water. It can be cold. And let it dissolve. And now all of a sudden you've got flavored blueberry, which is caffeine, so you're still going to get the bump as far as, you know the 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 caffeine is not as much you get the antioxidants, but now you're drinking more pure water, and with it's flavored, so it's like a soda, but it's cheap, and it's the same thing like with you know they they you can buy those little packs of tuna, which is like 16 grams of protein, in a Walmart for 99 cents. I mean that's cheap. I mean you could buy you know a bunch of those and always have them. So then you can go in a truck stop, get yourself a plain green, you know mixed salad. And put a couple of those packets on there. So for you know three bucks, four bucks, whatever, you got yourself a decent meal. If you're going to eat out, it, it isn't that Jenny, hard. These are just just some of the little the little tricks to to help people along. But you know, I'm I'm thinking about your your question, James, about how do you let people know the like you gave the M and M's example, and how you could have five apples or an apple, banana, peach, and you know few almonds in place of those empty um, M&M calories. But um, I'm sure, and and I'm surprised I haven't looked for it myself, but I'm sure there's apps out there, like nutrient food apps that, you know, you click on the food and it gives you, you know, the calories, the nutrients, and so forth. Um, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, it's, it's the yeah with the apps and stuff. It's you know if you're going to the you know pretty much a lot of the generic apps and stuff that are out there, it's got the nutrients in there. You know it's going to be what people have added in there themselves. Unless you're going to like the government websites, you know dietitian websites or the government myplate.gov, uh, uh, one of those sites. I guess when I when I first started driving, when I first uh, started driving, I was 168 pounds when I first got my first medical DOT card. And within 18 months, in Christmas 2015, I was at 340 pounds. Lord have mercy. Oh, I was, my. I was, I was a t- you know, the typical driver. I would drive. I would, you know, run my clock out in the day. Okay, I'm tired. I'm going to grab something to eat. Okay, I'm starting to wind down. 
okay, I'm going to just crash. Get up, okay, my clock's ready to go again. I start driving. And uh, I started uh, realizing that at the time, I was out with my uh, co-driver at the time in uh, California. We are uh, you know, Christmas holiday. And I took, took a picture, and I actually, I actually see myself the way I was looking. I didn't even recognize myself as heavy as I got. I didn't wow. recognize how heavy I let my how I let myself go, and uh, two months I started, you know, cutting back on some of the stuff, my fast foods. Yeah, because I was loving my pie pies. I was having it sometimes like twice a day. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And the, my and my the wife. Kentucky had, Fried had, Pot Pie, you mean? Yeah, the, yeah, the pie pies chicken, pie pies oh, chicken, white okay. castle. Yeah, pie pies chicken, white castle, and it's pretty much yeah. I was, I was doing that more than I should. But yeah, when right. I came in springtime, I got my medical. I got went to my physical again, and I I dropped down to th- th- below 300. But still, I I put on a lot of weight. I put on and weight. And how did you start losing it? What you know? I'm so glad you called up with this testimony because I mean you've lost like almost what 200 pounds. Oh, I. No, wait, 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 wait. No, I was at 160. I was at 260, 268. I was, I'm looking at, I'm looking at in, my, in a book right now, 168, 160 is popping up right in front of me, so that's where that came from. I was, I was at oh. 268. I, I, I dropped the weight and stuff. I started getting out, moving, exercising. Uh, being that heavy, I was, my knees were swelling up a lot. Uh, when I did my physical, they, they put me on a CPAP machine. I was borderline when I first when I first started driving, but I uh, they put me on my physical. So then I first, my first time, I ended up getting a 30 day card. Went back, got rechecked, and they went and put me on a, gave me a 90 day card. Then my 90 day card, when I came back in, then I got a year. And uh, during that time, I started change, you know changing things, changing or uh, making changes, exercising, doing what I could when I first started to you know start bringing the weight off my joints and stuff, and made it easier to move around. To be able to do more, I started progressing from there. And uh, this uh, last uh, time I came in to uh, physical, I told them I want to be retested all the way around. And I got my two-year medical card. I'm off CPAP, still not on any uh, medications. Got my two-year medical card. So, yes, eat, yeah, it is possible wow. to eat healthy on the road and get exercise, purposeful exercise while on the road. And so how much do you weigh now? How, how much, oh, yeah. how much do you weigh down to you? Where I'm at right now, uh, last time I weighed, it's been about a week, uh, I am at 220 right now. Right on. Wow. You're my hero. Good job, my I friend. Know. That's always exciting to hear. And, and, and that's, you know, you're a prime example of, you know, I tell drivers all the time, this is in today's world for the need for professional drivers. It's like, if you can, if you're a sports enthusiast, you can relate to. It's like being a free agent that's going on. For example, right now in basketball, you can be a free if you if you're and all you have to do is take control of your own health, and and you can you know go to any company and say, hey, here's my health record, here's my driving record. You know, what are you going to pay me? I mean, they they need good drivers. That's the reason why one of the programs we're working so hard to do is we come up with a program called Rebuilt, and Rebuilt is about you know, taking care of our current driver population out there. Because if you do this job long enough, and I didn't catch how many years you've been driving, James, but if you do this job long enough, 
just like you experienced, you don't know how to take care of yourself. You're going to have issues with blood pressure, sugar, sleep apnea, all those kind of things. And you're, it can be a good driver because our statistics show us that drivers that go into our rebuild program, 90% of them all have great driving records. They just can't manage their health because that's not what they're trained to do. So, But if you can work with these men and women, there is no really driver shortage if we take care of the population out there that we're losing because they can't pass their recertification. Yeah, that's when I started to try to find out how what what you know the things to do. Start to remember, got, uh, I got inspired. And I also got my. Uh, I also uh, been stu- been studying on the study on the truck, and I passed my A certification. So I'm also a personal trainer, and I'm uh, looking to help drivers when I'm out on the road and stuff. Well, yeah, you, you should. Um, yeah, I tell you, if you're interested, you should go to our website. Um, and we have a uh, place on there. If you're, we what we do is, you know, we have a, a network of of uh, professional, what we call CDL wellness drivers out there. So we have driver, we have we have trainers that that we have hired that have like their certification, health, fitness, nutrition, and then our national uh, wellness director. They train them, which someone like you already has experience in CDL. So we train train them on the regulations of a CDL driver so they understand that so these coaches are in terminals and and on the road working with drivers so if you're interested and you, know, you should go to our website and and you can click on there and and talk to someone about if you'd be interested we're always looking for people to help other drivers and you know be part of our team so if you have what, might be something it, for you to yeah when i uh was you know getting and getting uh getting uh i wanted to know more more the you know the 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 effects of, you know, the glucose, the sugar, the proteins, the carbs. I wanted to know more. So what what's the only thing you can, you know, what's one thing to do that and kind of, get, you know, help other drivers when, you know, if they have questions, they see you out working out, and if they have, you know, questions and stuff, they want to know, you know, get, you know, well, well, this is what I, you know, this is what I do. Now I've, you know, with the certification, okay, now I've, you know, I've got the class work. I've, you know, been certified and stuff. And, you know, I've, it's, you know, scientific information and stuff, not just, uh, something that somebody pulled off the internet that you know. Well, this is a, you know. Well, I heard about a uh, syrup syrup diet. You know, syrup and lemon juice. You know. Well, I kind of have a little question about that. You yeah, know, it's, a little crazy. Yeah, it's some of the things I've been asked about while on the road. How come I haven't been losing weight? You know, well, how can I lose weight? Well, you know, give me a typical uh, rundown of what you ate for the last 24 hours. Okay, let's look at this website or this this app or this thing, and let's see how many calories you're, you're at right now. You know, let's calculate your uh, your BMI for your height and weight, where you you know your uh, ideal body weight, where you're at, where you should be, and see where you know where you're at now. See where your body mass index is, and your calories right now. You know, you should be having you know around for your height and weight, your ideal body weight, you should be having around. You know, seventeen hundred calories. But from what you just told me, what you eat average a day, you're about five thousand calories. And, this that, and that's just what Bob was saying. Uh, that yep. They have over four or more. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, because when I was before, okay, I wasn't doing just a simple little pie uh, pies meal. I was getting a large tea. I was getting the the chicken, the tenders with an extra side. And once I actually did that, an average meal for me was about 4,000 calories once I actually went through and started seeing where I was. That was just one meal. And I was eating several times a day, plus the buffets. 
So yeah, I, I after I started understanding the science and understanding the the, the quantifying the ca- you know the calories and stuff, it's okay. Yeah, I'm way over. And you know if you you know if you're not guarding it, if you're not doing anything, you're going to be sedentary, just like a you know a driver or office worker or something. If you're not actually burning those calories for energy, your body's going to store it. That's right. And and I'm you know I'm so glad you're sharing all this. Because you know, I mean, you can you can hear uh, testimonials, you know, on the the Rolling Strong website, and then Tom has given his testimonial um, many times on our show. Um, and Tom, you're still hanging on with us over here, aren't you? Yes, I am, Donna. Okay, <laughs> you're kind of quiet, but anyway, yeah, um, you, you know, while you guys while are talking quite well, a bit, but I do have a couple of things. And, and one thing, actually, just a couple of them have to do with Bob, is the one thing that I think has been kind of mentioned a little bit tonight, but it's one of the things that I didn't realize what Bob pointed out. A lot of times as drivers, we want to do things that are healthy. So back when I was up around my heaviest, I was drinking a lot of those fruit smoothies um, that you see in the stores that come in the bottle. You know, they're, they're relatively healthy, you know, minimal ingredients in terms of the extra chemicals and stuff. But I was drinking a bottle, you know, one of the small bottles, or in some cases one of the big bottles, you know, over maybe a day, day and a half period. And it wasn't until Bob pointed it out to me, and I was also drinking a lot of orange juice and other fruit juices, thinking I'm doing something good. And Bob basically pointed out to me, well, you are doing something good, but look at the calories. And right. remember that one of those small bottles is two servings. So you look at it and you go, okay, 250 calories-ish. That's not bad. Oh, wait, times two or times three or times four. And then all of a sudden you just realize you may have had two or three meals worth of calories and you just drank that plus ate something else. And all of a sudden you're realizing, and I wonder why I'm gaining weight. So that's right. something that, that Bob kind of pointed out to me is, you, you've got to start paying attention to everything you do. There's a lot of times even the healthy stuff, like, you know, eating dried fruit. You know, you think it's healthy, but there's a lot of added sugar in dried fruit plus well, concentrated sugar. E- even avocados. Avocados are a wonderful food, but there's like 300 calories in a Hess avocado. I mean, that, that's what, you know, when I looked it up, I was like, oh, my goodness. But, I mean, that's a food that, you know, they tell you to do it to bring your, your cholesterol down and, um, to carry the the vitamins and minerals through your body when you're eating a salad because it helps it helps carry those nutrients from the salad um, to your body. I mean it's a great food, but you start eating three of them a day and and you're talking about you know almost a thousand calories in avocado. Um, so you're right. I mean even if something's good, it's still going. Now there's some people who just want to be healthy and. They don't tend to gain weight, and they're not trying to lose weight. Well, you know, power to you. Go ahead, eat eat, eat it all if it's healthy, and and you're not worried about all that. But but you're but you're very right, uh, Bob. I wanted to ask you. Um, I know we're we're kind of hitting uh, close to the end here, and um, how can people reach you? Um, your website, your contact info, um, to to really you know get more information. Sure. Yeah, one, thing, one thing I wanted to mention real quick, Donna, is uh, something else for drivers out there listening, that 
here's something that you could, because one of the things I said, oh, gosh, you know, if I got to stay worried about 2,000 calories, I, you know, I, I, I'm driving and, you know, I get bored and, you know, I'm trying to quit smoking. I got to have that eating sensation. So here's what you do. And they sell them now. They're, they're a little bit difficult. I think you have to maybe even go online. But they have these battery-operated um, popcorn, you know, from, uh, that they have machines. And uh-huh. you can go buy you a bag of popcorn at, um, at at Walmart for hardly anything and have one of these where you can make, you know, air popcorn and make those bags up and put some, you know, you can, if you need to have some flavoring, you can put some dill weed or some type of even a little garlic on it, uh, powder. Even one of the things I like is, you know, sprinkle some Parmesan cheese and you can, you know, make those up, and it's like, I mean, you can eat a bag of that stuff, and it's like hardly any calories. It's just air. Wow. But it gives you that crunchy sensation, you know, instead of reaching for a cigarette or having a candy bar, so you're, you're, you want something in between meals, especially when you're, when you're starting out and you're someone that's been consuming, like James says, four to 5,000 calories a day. I mean, you think about that. That's a lot of food, and all of a sudden you're going to try to tr- cut yourself back to half of that, you're going to be having some empty space there that that you're going to fill yourself up that you're going to find it's really it's, it's, it's boredom, and so I highly recommend to buy these uh, battery powered air popcorn machines or if you have to get one if you do have power in your truck you can plug one because they don't take that much energy, and you carry those and that just gives you a way of keeping yourself occupied. So, but anyway, just FY. Um, That's a great, and it's cheap. I mean, it's cheap. Yeah. Um, so, and the other thing is, is thank you. Uh, you can, uh, you know, email me at bob at rollingstrong.com or go to our website. I get a lot of inquiries there. And, um, you know, Which call our, you know, com. Correct. And reach out. And I, um, I'm i always available to talk to drivers myself or if you'd like to talk to one of our coaches. And, um, you know, we have a lot of great information out there. We've been doing this for quite some time. And, as we say, I'm, I mean, I have, I wear two hats. One is I do missionary work, and then I also, of course, have a company that we make available the services to drivers. And and one of the things I want to mention, though, soon they'll be coming out. After all these years of doing this, we've put together a CDL wellness handbook textbook that we're going to be making available for truck driving schools. So when drivers are going to school, learn to be a driver, they can get some formal education on how to take care of themselves out there on the road and understand what that's all about. So, And we'll also make Excellent. it available in our online store. Oh, awesome. Well, I can't thank you enough for um, being on the show. And, James, thank you so much for uh, uh, calling in and sharing your information with us. But, uh, Bob, it's been such a pleasure, and this time has just – I can't believe how quickly it went um, – I hope we covered everything. I'll have to listen to the replay. Uh, but I, I think, you know, if you're anything like me, you know, you could talk about all these issues, you know, on and on and on because they're so important to us, to, not just for our ourselves, but it's like, you know, to share it with other people. So, again, I really appreciate you coming on tonight, and uh, what a great show it is. I can't wait to get the replay up. My pleasure. Thank you, and thank you for everything you do. And, Tom, my friend, it's always good talking to you. James, it was nice to hear your information. Keep up the good work, my friend, and take care, everybody, and uh, be safe, get home, and roll strong. Oh, thanks so much. Okay, we're going to go to a a short commercial. Bye, Bob. And we'll be right back. We've got some great things I want to go over when we get back. 
Heads up, truckers. Are you looking for deals on trucks, trailers, parts, or equipment? Or maybe you need to sell something truck-related. Well, there's a great spot on the web where truckers deal with other truckers. No middlemen involved. That's why we call it TruckerToTrucker.com. There's no charge at all for looking. And if you want to place an ad for what you're selling, it's just $19.95. And it runs till it sells. So whether you're buying or selling, it's time to log on and take a look. TruckerToTrucker.com. Check it out. That's TruckerToTrucker.com. Hey everybody, Alan Smith here, and I want to tell you about TruckerLawyers.com. TruckerLawyers.com helps drivers with their legal needs, and they specialize in workers' compensation, trucking accidents, employment law, and other areas. TruckerLawyers.com arms you with important information regarding workers' compensation and your legal rights, and they are also available to help you find assistance for additional legal issues. This includes determining how to get you the best benefits possible for your situation. The website TruckerLawyers.com is a resource where you can learn more about your legal rights as a driver. Feel free to continue the social media conversation by liking them on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash TruckerLawyers and follow them on Twitter as at TruckerLawyers. Call them to talk through your questions at 1-800-736-5503. Everybody, welcome back. Um, we're going to go over a few um, a few really important things tonight. Um, for all you people listening, if you're a, a California driver, uh, you're going to want to listen to uh, what I'm going to announce uh, tonight a, in, a little later on, not too much longer. But I want to just say that, um, Tom, I'm going to let you talk about GATS and the uh, Wellness Pavilion and the mammogram. Um, I do have some information about how people can donate to that and uh, what's going on. But I just wanted to mention next week's show is with uh, Carol O'Byrne of Life Coach Services. No, i got to say that right, Life Coach Service, no S, lifecoachservice.net. And she's going to be our special guest. Uh, Carolyn offers a wealth of information to the trucking community as she addresses many of these challenging topics that we've uh, spoken about tonight. And her um, expertise is she supports and encourages drivers and their families on their journey, one-on-one, in a deeper and more personal level, unique to that particular driver's specific struggles and circumstances. uh, Carolyn's going to be on with me talking about gut health and how our gut affects almost every other system in our body as well as our immune response. And this happens to be an area that I'm I'm very interested in also. So uh, between the two of us, the show should be really informative. Um, but I just want to say Carolyn is offering a free 15-minute or I'm not sure if it's 15-minute or 5-minute uh, video on her website for signing up to update the list. And um, I've listened to the audio. It's incredible. I personally got so much out of it. Um, I strongly suggest you go listen um, to the three-minute video, and then you get the five-minute. It was one of the best coaching audios I've ever heard. So if you go to www.lifecoachservice.net, fill out the form and get your free videos, um, audios, and it'll be well worth it. Um, Now, Tom... um, and, oh, I, I have that announcement for the California drivers, but before we announce that, I want I want to bring you back, and uh, can you talk uh, to us a little bit 
um, about GATS this year and the Health Pavilion. I know the Trucking Solutions Group is uh, uh, working very closely with Randall Riley to provide their free screenings for attendees this year, and that's in Dallas, Texas. Um, so, Tom, you still with me? Yeah, yes, I am. I was just letting you give your intro. Uh, just let me just let me continue going because. <laughs> Okay, hey, hey, well, the more you talk, talk about the more you talk, the more you talk, the less people have to listen to me. So that's always a good thing. Uh, <laughs> well, but go on. No, I was just going to say we could go over all that's available to drivers out there this year. Um, it, it's it's incredible. I can't wait to be there. And uh, they have what is it? The um, glucose, cholesterol. What else? A, a bunch of things. Well, well, actually, let's start real quick with outside the convention center because Randall Riley is is really taking a lot of drivers' comments to myself, both from the Trucking Solutions Group, myself, and others. And the first thing they've done is they have greatly changed how they're doing the parking. They're no longer going to be using the dust bowl for truck parking back behind the convention center. All truck parking this year is going to be over at Fair Park. Uh, they're working to bring in the uh, TA shower trailer. Oida's going to have some stuff over there. There will be some uh, food vendors over there, similar to what it is at Matt's. And they're really working hard to build a driver community over there. So you'll have a chance to get around, socialize with your drivers. They're bringing in uh, tents and cooling stations. As we all know, it's August in Dallas. It's going to be hot. So they are doing the best they can to help control the temperature and keep drivers comfortable and safe over there. And so you can get up in the morning, socialize with your fellow drivers, you know, get to know each other a little bit, and then you can come inside the convention center where Landstar is sponsoring the Fit for the Road Pavilion. And uh, Rick Ash from Trucking Solutions Group has worked very diligently to bring in a large number of screenings that pretty much covers everything that a driver should get done each year when you go to your primary care physician. A lot of drivers, like myself and Rick, may not have a primary care physician. And like many drivers, it can be difficult to schedule a doctor's appointment, even if you do have one, to get your routine screenings and, and everything that you should have done on a regular basis to help ensure your health. Because if you're monitoring your numbers as you go along, one, it decreases the surprises when you have your DOT physical and allows you to hopefully make changes before you get into the boat, you know, that James and I have talked about, you know, James tonight and me on various other shows, you know, where your numbers started getting out of control and you were starting to be given ultimatums by the doctor where you have to make some changes. So we're trying to arm drivers with the information on how they can protect both their CDL and improve their overall health to make them feel better. Uh, in addition, there's going to be a very small health stage area uh, it, this is not to be confused with the GATS Theater. It's going to be uh, set up in a different part of the convention center. This is just going to be a very small area, about 20 to 30 seats approximately, where you're going to be able to come and get general information. There's going to be topics ranging everything from how to cook on the truck, uh, how to exercise. Bob is doing several sessions there uh, and with his staff from Rolling Strong. Uh, we're going to have several drivers coming and sharing their stories about things they either do on the road to stay healthy, uh, experiences that they've had. Ron Morton, who's called in a couple times, will be there talking a little bit about uh, his journey. Uh, Tavi, I'm going to screw up the last name, so I won't even try, who's a uh, driver from Canada, 
is going to be talking about some of the things that uh, he's doing to promote driver health along with his uh, company, uh, Cat Transport. And these are just things that ordinary drivers have done on their own to help either improve themselves or to try to improve the quality of life for the drivers around them. So there's going to be a huge variety of topics. Uh, Linda, Kathy, and I are doing the Cooking uh, in the Truck Summit, again, like we did last year or this last year at Nats. And this is going to be held during show hours. It will be Friday afternoon. If I remember correctly, without looking at the schedule, it's 1230 to 130. And uh, that will be, like I said, at the small stage area. We encourage everybody to come. Uh, and this is basically this, this year, this time we're focusing more on storage solutions for the truck as well as people's favorite cooking appliances. Some of that was touched a little bit at Matt's this year, but we just really didn't have time to get into it. And over the last several weeks, a lot of people have been asking, how do you store on the truck or where do you keep your appliances or how do you store this kind of food or what kind of refrigerator is the best or is a rice cooker better than a ninja cooker? Or, you know, I can't have a, um, an inverter, so what can I do with 12 volts? And these are all going to be things we'll be able to discuss on the summit. Uh, there's also going to be a, a couple roundtables discussions on food preservation and storage, as well as eating strategies on the road. A and all these are topics that various drivers have given input into. Uh, there will also be some other talks. Uh, done by a variety you know, of other people. You know, the one people. that I, I remember Rick talking about, Rick Ash, who's the chairman of the Trucking Solutions Group, uh, was the Ask a Pharmacist that's going to be they, there, which that, I thought they was will have, really cool. A nutritional screening, chiropractic practic nerve assessment, eye um, acuity testing. I mean, it's unbelievable. It, Listen, it really if you're is. a driver out there, you, you need to go to this health pavilion over at Gats, um, especially and, if you're concerned about health. And the other thing is that's really important is if you're a, 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 a female driver or a female that's related to the trucking industry, uh, maybe your husband's a driver, you ride on the road with him, maybe you work at a local Dallas area trucking company, and you don't have the ability to get a mammogram screening for some reason. There will be mammogram screenings available uh, at, 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 at no cost. Uh, there is a, a large fundraising push. There's some corporate donors who have stepped up to the plate, which is a huge help. But there's also a need for individuals giving small donations. Even a small ten to twenty-five dollar donation. These mammograms run. I can't remember if it's three hundred or three fifty for a mammogram. But even a small ten or twenty-five dollar donation is a huge step closer to the money that's needed. We need approximately and then, and you can, you can thirty thousand to dollars um, total. Tom, let's get people over there. Uh, they can sure. either go to St. Christopher's Fund and uh, donate that way. Or there's a link on GoFundMe, and where is that link um, on, you know, where can they find that? I guess you go to GoFundMe.com and, and type and, in. And I, and I, I think it's the, the Trucking Solutions Group, um, probably the easiest way to find that and get updates um, on the Health Pavilion is at TruckingSolutionsGroup.org. Uh, I know that's a link that I haven't gotten up yet on my website, roadtestedliving.com, but I'll try to get that done this weekend. 
Um, but probably the two best places right now for actually the three best places to get overall information um, on what's going on at GATS is truckingsolutionsgroup.org, uh, protestedliving.com, and truckshow.com, which is the official GATS website, and something that's really important for drivers to do. If you're thinking about attending the GATS, even if you're not sure you can make it to GATS this year, go and register now. The registration's free online. If you show up and have not registered online, I believe it's a $10 admission fee. So even if you you're not even if you're going well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. Register now. It's better to register and know you're not going to have to pay anything to get in than be there at the last minute and trying to figure out you know if somebody has an extra ticket or a way that they can get you in. It just makes everybody's life a lot easier. Right, and also out there is going to be Make It Happen USA, uh, who will be conducting their bone marrow donor registration drive. You can learn more about that over at the Trucking Solutions uh, Group dot org website, and um, also they're going to also be uh, doing. And when I say them, Trucking Solutions Groups will be conducting their annual blood drive. So there's there's just a lot going on. Um, this in Dallas, uh, the end of August, the 26th through the 30th. Like Tom said. Just go ahead and register. It's well, free. Donna, and, let, let's make that clear. The truck show itself is the 27th, 28th, and 29th. Oh, okay. You, you, you're, I guess you're I have your travel days. Yes, you're including your travel days. Yes, I am. Uh, I'll be there the but, 26th. But, but the other thing that's also important to know is for those of you who like who have, who have participated in the cat in the past in the 5K, they are bringing back the uh, 5K the proceeds of which are going to benefit the St. Christopher's Fund. Uh, St. Christopher's Fund is also going to have an active role in the health pavilion this year. There's really so much that's going on at this health pavilion. We could probably take up one, if not two, shows trying to describe everything. So, oh, for, yeah. You know, well, we'll have to have a regular GATS show with Rick on and everybody yeah. involved, and, and, and we'll so just get kind of like a the, cheerleader uh, pep rally. Exactly. The best thing to do is just keep looking on, on the Internet, on, on like I said, uh, RotasIsLiving.com, TruckShow.com, and TruckingSolutionsGroup.org. Those are probably your three best resources. Uh, other trucking media, you know, things like Landline and Overdrive are going to be sure to put up a lot of information as well. So there will be lots of information, particularly as we get closer to to gaps about what's going on there this year. But uh, I really have to give a very very special thank you to Randall Riley um, for taking the time to listen to myself, Rick Ash, and some others about some of our concerns of driver's health and basically agreeing to donate a large amount of space to make this happen. They have went out of their way to really, one, listen to driver's comments and concerns this year to improve the truck show, and two, have really went out of their way to make this really probably the first of its client kind that we've been able to research event that's going to happen at a truck show. And if this isn't a world-class health pavilion for drivers, it's a dang good start towards one. So uh, I, I really have to thank them. There has been countless hours 
both by Rick and myself and people from the Trucking Solutions Group and Randall Riley to make this happen. So they deserve a huge thank you. And then there's another young lady who deserves a little bit of credit, Dorothy Cox. It was her inspiration to try to get mammograms uh, available to women at truck shows that she right. started working with Linda Cathy and the Trucking Solutions Group. And, you know, Linda and I have often said this along with a couple other people, if it wasn't for Dorothy pushing behind the scenes to get mammograms at the truck shows, we're not saying that something like this would not have happened this year, but the scale on which it's happening wouldn't have happened without her motivation. So I've got to well, give a yeah. very special thanks to Dorothy for that. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Dorothy, for that. I know she's also very concerned about um, the human trafficking uh, issue. Um, we had a conversation uh, a while back about that, and uh, uh, she she had called in one of the shows. So I know she, she has a lot of heartfelt concerns. I do want to make this announcement to all the uh, California drivers out there. And this is something that, um, you know, it's too bad the other – the other states don't follow uh, along with this. And I know how many people ha- hate going to California. You hear all kinds of things about California, EPA and CARB and, and all kinds of things. But the California law, get this, requires that truck drivers are paid separately and hourly for non-driving tasks such as fueling time, paperwork time, inspection time, detention time, and rest breaks. And get this, if you are driving in California, okay, and uh, your company does not pay you separately and hourly for this time, they are breaking the law. And there's a lot of people breaking the law right now in California. And and uh, the the courts there are really, you know, making it right with the drivers. And you're talking about back pay. So here's the criteria um, for the drivers. Um, if you're a driver that, you know, works there and you're, um, you do most of your runs there or you, um, how could I put it, you know, not just one run here and there, but you do a lot of runs in California. If you're a past California driver, okay, or if you're a past California driver who was wrongfully terminated even years ago, okay, then you meet the criteria uh, to um, have back pay if if they broke the law. And, and here's the key. If you were paid on a piece rate, which is by the mile or CPM, or by the load, or percentage of the load, or by the trip, Okay, so if you were paid in any of those ways and plus were, uh, you know, a, a California driver or did loads in California good, a good uh, amount of time, even past, present, or whatever, then um, you may want to speak to um, Craig Ackerman and, and discuss, especially, you know, if you were wrongfully terminated years ago, but um, any of the criteria there, and uh, talk to him about this, this, these wages of fueling time, paperwork time, inspection time, detention time, rest breaks. Uh, the number over there is 310-277-0614. 
and uh, see if you if you meet the requirements of of this back pay. Now I'm I'm going to say with this, um, hopefully, you know how they always say, Tom, that California, you know, sets the, the whatever California does, the rest of the states follow. I mean, wouldn't it be great? If the rest of the states could follow on something like this, drivers have been trying for higher wages for, you know, God knows how long now. And um, were you aware of this law in California? Because um, uh, I, I, I am aware. I, I have heard. I have heard of it in some discussions that came up last year, and there was a lot of questions if drivers qualified under it because of the way it was written. They're, they're really my understanding is a case of where the law was not clearly written. It, it was written to, to cover certain types of drivers in certain situations, but it wasn't clear what all it covered. It was one of those cases where, you know, the the the, the government people intended to be one thing, but that's not what they said. Well, I'll tell so you what. I'm going to tell you confusion. something. I'm, we're we're going to post a little bit about it. I I got to. Um, I'm looking at the clock here, and I'm I'm kind of panicking. But um, we're going to post about it, and um, we're going to post a bunch of cases out there where um, it was actually one. And I mean, you're talking about these, you know, two, three million dollar cases. Of course, that includes maybe a hundred, two hundred drivers, or it's not because it's like a class class action type of thing. But um, uh, that's why I gave the criteria here. You know, I mean, if people think, you know, just because they trot in California a couple of times a year that, oh, you know, but no, you have to meet the criteria that I that I um, specified uh, earlier on. But anyway, let me just give that number out again. And the gentleman's name is um, Craig Ackerman is number three one zero two seven seven zero six one four. And uh you know, we'll 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 have another posting on probably on Facebook within the next day or two and with a little more um information about it. But I just thought, wow, if California's doing this, you know, we're always trying to get more uh, higher wages uh for the drivers and maybe these states can pass similar laws where all time is is paid for. Um I mean, they've been saying it for years. Well, anyway, I just well, want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, did you want to say I have exactly two minutes left? <laughs> uh, it's real quick. I'm probably seeing 30 seconds or less. My hope is actually that the states don't follow California. Instead, the trucking industry steps up and says, you know what, we can do this better than the government can regulate us, and on their own comes up with a pay package that's comparable or better than what California has legislated. I think this is a case where the trucking industry needs to take up everybody from the from the owners of the companies down to the drivers is saying we're tired of government regulation. Well, guys, if you're tired and, and you of know it, what? take control I of your agree. health. Companies, take, care, take control of your pay. Let's start keeping the government out by doing what we know we should be doing as an industry. And, and you know what? I agree with that. But, you know, Tom, sometimes it takes some somebody – to ignite that fire. Okay, the little and, woman and screaming in my that, ear. Uh, I hope so too, and I I hope they really would. I, I don't believe in a lot of regulations. So, um, 
But anyway, um, I want to just thank everybody tonight. Um, you know, I really appreciate all you people hanging on. I'm looking at the switchboard, and I hope you've really enjoyed the show tonight. We're going to have the replay up in, in a little while. I want to thank Bob Perry. I want to thank Tom Kirk of Rotested Living for um, for hanging hanging on the whole night and all our listeners and uh, James thanks for calling in and um, until next week with Carol O'Byrne of lifecoachservice.net um, I'd like to say good night and you know as you know everybody I'm still uh, new at the switchboard so I'm looking for my little closing oh here I love playing with this one Thank you, Donna. You've been listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. On behalf of Alan and Donna Smith, AskTheTrucker.com, TruckingSocialMedia.com, NorthAmericanTruckingAlerts.com, Blog Talk Radio, and Ask the Trucker Live. I'm J. Michael Collins. Until next time, drive safe and thanks for listening.